What's up, Hyperfast Nation? On this episode of the show, I'm talking about how to build a real estate team. This is something Carrie and I have been doing for over a decade, so we've got a ton of experience in it, and we've helped other people all across the world do it as well. You don't want to miss this episode of the Hyperfast Show. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for tuning in as always. Please, 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 if you're new here, make sure you hit the subscribe button and share this episode with other people you think would benefit from hearing it. Uh, You can get it on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, basically anywhere that podcasts are streamed. Today, we're talking about building a real estate team. This is something that Carrie and I have a lot of experience doing. We both, um, for those of you who don't know, we both built independent teams prior to meeting. Then we merged, built what would become at the time, the number one four team in the world at Keller Williams. Then we built our own team at our own brokerage and did that for almost eight years. We were ranked as high as number 13 in the highest uh, in, in the nation uh, for many, many years. I think like almost a decade, we've been the highest selling team in the DMV. All right, so we've got a ton of experience doing it ourselves. We also have coached Lots of team leaders across the country, even in some other countries, uh, on how to build teams, right? So we've helped other people do it uh, through the Hyperfast Agent Coaching Program. We've helped other people do it at EXP Realty, right? We've got, I think, over 15 teams now, like in our revenue share group. And so we've helped people build different types of teams as well. We're going to get into that a little bit today. So the first step I think you need to uh, start with uh, when building a team is why. Ask yourself why. Why do you want to do it? Um, and it can't be because you want to like, <clears throat> you know, you sold X number of homes and you're ready to not work because it's going to be a lot more work actually. It's just different kind of work, right? Um, you potentially will go from, you know, not doing showings on nights and weekends and not being at the beck and call of clients, right? You can potentially eliminate that but at the same time, you're now in charge of more people. Your, your responsibilities increase. You're in charge of not only those people, but making sure that they deliver exceptional service to the clients. Right. So uh, responsibilities go up. Number of people that you have to manage go up. And um, you know, don't don't get into this if you think it's your ticket out of not working. And it's going to change the type of work you do, but not decrease your work. So, uh, and it is investment of time. It is investment of money up front. And yes, you will get a larger return later. Otherwise, why would anyone do it? Um, but ask yourself why. And ask yourself, ask, ask yourself what type of team do you want to build, right? <clears throat> if we were doing this podcast 10 years ago, um, you know, at the time, most people built one type of team. It's the traditional teams, the team that Carrie and I built, where you have a rainmaker that you know, brings in a lot of leads, uh, gives the team members, the agents, support and training and leads. And in return for that, you know, those agents are typically paying a 50% split on, you know, at least on the leads the team leader gives, and, uh, you know, they get a ton of value. And we, we helped a lot of people in that model um, net, you know, 300000 400000 We even had at one point, I think, like, multiple, multiple people. I forget the exact number, uh, but netting over half a million, right? So you can actually create massive value for your agents and get them to the point where they would make more money than if they were, um, you know, on their own, running their own team even, right? Like, 
many of our agents as members of our team made more money than most team leaders. So, um, you know, there's that, that traditional route, though, where the, where the team leader really is the rainmaker. Now, in recent years, there's been an evolution of a second type of team. This is a team um, where agents are more on their own in terms of lead gen. They might be able to brand more on their own as well as a result of that. And the team leader is typically not taking the bigger splits, right? Uh, the team leader is providing uh, less in the way of lead gen, maybe spending a lot less, so they don't have to take those bigger splits, right? Um, this model, by the way, uh, works a lot better if you are at a company like EXP Realty, and there's others, but if you're at a company that has a revenue share model, particularly a multiple level revenue share model. Because in this, in this model, you're gonna provide agents training, you're gonna provide them support, you might share office space, you might provide uh, branding or let them co-brand. Um, so, right, so, um, and, and the hope is that they're gonna go out, uh, learn from you, get a lot of their own business, and then through the revenue share plan of the broker they're at, um, you know, you'll, you'll get uh, compensated that way, and then maybe they bring on other people, and so if you have a multiple level system, you know, this can work very, very uh, well. Like we've had one agent in Florida, Casey Anderson, do this model, and, um, you know, she's, she's, in one year, she went from like zero to almost 70 people in her, her network, her downline. Right, which is um, you know has massive long-term profitability if you if you can grow that fast. Um, now you can also, you know, you're not just in that model for revenue share. By the way, like there's there's other ways to monetize it, and if you're providing leads, you know, you can still take fees for that. But the the primary difference I think is those agents right in that model. Um, are getting a lot of benefit from the training, but they're not—they're not necessarily relying on you for the leads like they are in the rainmaker kind of model. So there's different ways to do it, and you need to just kind of think up front, like which model you want to go, or if you want to do a hybrid of the the, the, the two. Because I have seen that as well. Right, multiple ways to do it. Um, the first step, though, I think in doing this, right after after you figure out why you want to do it, after you figure out what you want it to look like in five years from now. Um, because if, if you're doing it with a model that's gonna build revenue share, and you can, do, you can do both of these models at a revenue share company, but if you're doing it with that in mind, um, you, know, you actually will have a way in three to five years to exit the business. You'll have a path to do it. I'm not saying you will, I'm not saying you should, um, but it's nice to have that option, you know, even if it's not a retirement, quote unquote, even if it's just because you want the flexibility to take off if you have a sick family member or parent, or you want the flexibility to uh, be able to like travel with your kids all summer long, right? Um, so doing, doing, building a team at a revenue share model really makes longer sense in that three to five year window. Um, so just think about all these things up front before you start building, all right? Once you have that mapped out, uh, you really need to get to the point where you have enough leads to build your admin team. And I would argue that no matter which model you're going, this this makes sense, right? You need to get to the point where 
you've got enough business, two to three deals a month that like you can afford and need to hire someone to do the admin side for you. So typically when you're at this level, you're doing two to three deals a, a month. You can afford to hire an admin and maybe you can even afford at, the, at this point to hire an inside sales agent who, uh, you know, and that person in that role will increase the number of appointments you get, increase the repeat clients, increase your conversion rate, increase your follow-up. So these roles, by the way, can be virtual or they can be, you know, your own direct hire in person, right? So there's, there's lots of ways to do it. Um, once you have that system dialed in, the next step is to hire, um, get, to the, get to the point where your, your business is up, you use the admin team, you can go from two to three to maybe four or five deals, and now you're ready to go hire agents. Um, and if, if you're in the Rainmaker model, you know, now's when you're going to be giving out leads. Um, of course, you know, you, you need to come up with support and training systems along the way. Um, but at that point, you know, once you've got the admin side, admin side dialed in and increase your business above that, now you go out and get those buyer's agents, right? Uh, maybe listing agents. Um, you know, if you're going the other model and you get there, um, and again, you're, you know, you, then you're able to recruit and, and train agents that um, are going to be doing a lot of their own production, don't rely on your leads, you, know, you, still, can, you still have excess leads potentially to refer them out. Uh, help these other agents get started. So um, that's that's the point you need to get to, right? Um, a lot of people make the mistake and they go out and they get the agents before they've built the admin side. And then it just increases your work and your time in the admin role. So please don't make that mistake. A lot of agents do, right? You know, use, use uh, the admin team that you build out to increase your own production. Then go get more agents. All right, now you start to do that. At some point, you will need people um, to manage the agents, right? Um, at some point, you will need a sales manager and maybe um, you know, a chief operating officer. Um, we've done other podcasts before. If you want to go back and listen to those episodes where we talk specifically about these roles, but um, you know, and I think for for most people, when they're at, at somewhere between ten to twenty agents, they will need a sales manager. So in that 10 to 20 agent level, you're going to have a sales manager, you're going to potentially have a chief operating officer, and you're going to have to really go out and build more C-level type talent. Right? You're going to have to start thinking more like a corporation. This is the point, by the way, where if, if you have built <clears throat> this model at a revenue share brokerage, Right, you will have a lot more flexibility because as you build out, you know, a team, the traditional rainmaker style team, and you get to that ten plus agent level, uh, your overhead is going to go up, your risk is going to go up, and it, it, you know, you're gonna you're gonna have to plan for seasonal changes, seasonal lows, and then you know longer cycle lows, and uh, there this model does have um, a lot of risk because of the overhead. Right, because um, you can't just shut that all off. You know your legion programs, your staff, um, when markets change or during seasonal changes. So you know you really need to make sure you're disciplined. Watch uh, your budget closely. Watch, you know, make sure your dollars that you're spending are getting a return. Make sure you you know avoid creep where you, you just add systems that you, you know you maybe stop using. 
and that you do a good job of saving during the good months. And if you're building this model, this is the exciting part, if you're building this model in the revenue share model, the team really becomes a magnet to help you recruit uh, not just to the team, but other teams, other agents in other markets. And it, you know, when you do that, you're going to have a more steady, diverse, stable source of income that's not tied directly to expenses through the revenue share model. Um, so if I were, you know, rebuilding a team from scratch today, I would definitely do it on the revenue share model. And I would, I would, um, you know, definitely plan for having a way to not only build up agents within my team, but also teach them how to go out and build their own team someday. Because in the revenue share model, that is going to, um, you know, help you reduce the effects of churn and actually help make churn a good thing. All right, if you want to learn more, by the way, about how to build a team in a revenue share model or learn how, you know, when you partner with Carrie and I at eXp Realty, how we help you do that, how we help you not only build up your team, but build up your passive residual income, I'd love to have that conversation with you. We partner with agents at eXp. We've got the fastest growing group in the country, uh, hundreds and hundreds of agents across many, many states, both coasts, and, uh, you know, when... When agents come and, and join us, it really truly is a partnership. Like we pour into you, we give you coaching, we give you training, we give you access to our courses that have helped people explode their business. If you want to learn more about what that looks like, all you need to do is send me a text message at 703-638-4393. Again, that's 703-638-4393. I would love have that conversation with you about how partnering with us at eXp Realty works. I hope you enjoyed this episode. hope you found it beneficial. If you did, please remember to share it with other real estate agents, and we'll see you next time.